so much crazy, crazy crap out there. And we just need to be aware of what is behind it and like what's going on. And I will also say, you know, there's so much misinformation out there because you've got a lot of people who are unfortunately uneducated or undereducated in that realm, whether it be biology, physiology, uh, anatomy, I mean, any of those things, because you've got people out there um, and not to like badmouth any one profession or the other, because as with any profession, you have really stellar people and you have not so stellar people. It goes like, right? I'm, I'm sure you know, yeah. Angie, like coaches, yeah. same thing, right? There's really awesome coaches, <laughs> there's really like not awesome coaches. Yeah. And the difference is like, you know, when we're talking about health and we're talking about our body and like what's going on underneath the hood, we need to be interacting with people who know what they're talking about. Like yo, 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 what's up, people? You're listening to the Happiest Fuck Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Jordan. Today we are gonna be hashing out with Dr. Michelle Rogers of thewealthywoman.co. And we're gonna be talking all things health, some myths that are out there that you may have been wondering about your health and how your health plays into you living your happiest life. So stay tuned. happiness and I'm going to let Michelle introduce herself and mostly because I don't know exactly what to call her. (laughs) So so I'm going to let you give yourself your own titles, (laughs) but I'll call her awesome. And she like really knows her shit. And that's what I'm going to say about Michelle. So Michelle, introduce yourself. What is it that you do and how do you help people? Awesome. So thanks for having me, Angie. You're welcome. <laughs> Super excited. Yeah. Take two. Take two of this round <laughs> of trying to yeah. record this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, I kind of consider myself a health consultant for female online entrepreneurs. And I have a background in functional medicine, naturopathic medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, and also functional diagnostic nutrition. And so what I like to do is figure out or uncover those mystery symptoms that people are dealing with, things like fatigue or brain fog or ambiguous hormonal imbalances or headaches or things like that or digestive issues and really tease out what's causing those issues so that we can correct it at the root cause as opposed to just adding on you know a pill whether it be a pharmaceutical or a nutrient or an herb to cover up those symptoms because when we cover up those symptoms we are actually telling the body that we don't want to listen to its messages So Mm. symptoms, right? Symptoms, any symptom that we experience is a signal from our body. It's saying, hey, pay attention to me. (laughs) Something is out of balance and we need to decipher that message and figure out what's going on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That makes so much sense. And as I've like gotten older, like I hate that phrase, but as I've gotten older, (laughs) as you've you've grown more wise, (laughs) as I've grown more wise, um, I had somebody tell me that the other day, they're like, you're so, you're like wise beyond your years. And he was like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm not as, I'm not uh, as young as I look, which is good. Um, but that's one thing that I've come to, uh, for me with my body is, and it started with like my diet and like paying attention to how things actually make me feel. (laughs) Like that sounds so crazy that people don't. But, um, so now like I started really paying attention, like, um, (laughs) 
I'll give you an example. You'll love this one. Um, donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you. Donuts. You're poking me. You're always like, get, check this out. Donuts. Check this out. I got eight donuts. Like, <laughs> I went to Dr. Google today and then I ate donuts. Um, but anyway, so donuts, I, I'm not like a big, huge, like, pastry person in general like cakes and all of that like I'd much prefer just like a candy bar or something like that something not I'm not like a big like pastry person but um I had donuts maybe probably like a month ago and um after I ate the donuts I was like oh my god like I feel disgusting like ugh, it was so gross and I started and and I think this was the second time that I had eaten donuts and like noticed that feeling so the second time I was just like okay it's definitely the donuts this definitely feels gross so I'm definitely not going to eat that anymore and I don't know what part of the donut it is like I almost think it's the sugar um but I don't know if like sugar makes you feel like that but like I ew. so I have gotten more accustomed to um, paying attention to my body and like, and it all started with diet. But like you said, like the symptoms are a signal. So even just in that, it's like my body's trying to tell me something. So let's pay attention to what my body is saying and let's not eat the freaking donut anymore. <laughs> totally. I, I mean, I love that you brought up food and like food specifically, because I think yeah. so many of us are kind of like being like, what do I, am I reacting to this food? Like you hear food sensitivities, yeah. food allergies uh, you know, food, uh, like reactions. Right. And you're right. like, what's going on with all of this stuff. And the most frustrating piece, like you said, you don't know what component of the donut is the causative factor, right? Exactly. And, yeah. And what makes it even more difficult is the fact that our bodies, um, take up to 72 hours to have that delayed hypersensitivity reaction. So sometimes, oh, wow. I mean, I don't know about you, but like, I can't remember what I ate three days ago, you know, and if just right now today I start breaking out or I have a rash or some eczema, or maybe I have some like digestive upset or I have a headache or I'm feeling extra fatigued. Like how do you link that back to a specific food that you ate? Like it can be really, really, really tricky. Right. Let yeah. alone a food that's like compounded like that. Something that has gluten and sugar and dairy and eggs and like all of these things. I think that's what's in donuts. I'm not even sure what all the ingredients are in donuts. Yeah, but you know exactly. What I mean? Like all yeah. of those things together. And it's like, what part was it? And so one of the things that I love doing with people is doing like a food sensitivity test as part of an overall like protocol to kind of see what's going on. What is your body actually reacting to because otherwise yeah. we're just kind of throwing darts and being like, yeah. Uh, yeah I guess I'm just gonna like test this and then I'm testing this and it's like yeah. it's just kind of this mishmash and it's easy to get overwhelmed and to give up and not stick with a plan if you yeah. don't like see what's actually going on so yeah I love it's the sensitivity test is just like a temporary uh like tool while we're right. doing that healing but anyways right yeah so <laughs> I, I wanted to like the reason, one of the reasons why I want to have you come on is because, you know, like I'm obviously a happiness coach and like, mm -hmm. you know, my little line is go from stuck to happy as fuck. <laughs> and one of the things that as I grow and like progress just in life and in business and, and, you know, in general is, um, understanding how my health plays into 
me, my energy level, me being able to like, like be, feel happier and, and have energy and sustain me throughout the day and how that, how much of a huge role that plays in my life. And as I, you know, like the older and wiser that I've gotten, the more that I understand. So the more importance I place on that, but it's also interesting because kind of like, I still feel like I'm like shooting in the dark, but not for long because we're going to work together. You're going to show me all my things, but, um, (laughs) but still at least having like this awareness that it is very important. So I want you to just kind of talk like really quick on the topic of like health and how it even plays into our emotions and our happiness and our energy levels and how it can be beneficial and why it's important. So if somebody's listening and they're like, you know, don't care at all, have no, <laughs> like if someone had no awareness or consciousness or um, anything around their health or what they eat or how they treat their bodies, like, and this was like going to be like a, okay, wake up. You need to like wake up and pay attention. What would you say to something? What would be, how would you, how would you tell us like how important this is to understand and pay attention to when it comes to, if you're trying to get to a place where you're feeling like happy as fuck, how, how is health so important? Why is it so important for that? Yeah. uh, Great question. And you've probably heard me say this before, but Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer that health is not just our foundation, but it's also our ceiling, right? Like if we aren't feeling good in our body, if we have lack of energy, if we have hormonal issues, like I just had a woman contact me recently who two weeks out of the month, it's like her, her life is kind of shot. It's, it's, she's got potentially, she's been potentially diagnosed with PMDD, which is having to do with a hormonal imbalance. And so she's got these really wild, uh, mood variations that go on. She gets really, um, enraged. So she can't focus. Like she can't be present, right? She can't be present with her relationships. She can't be present with her business. She can't be present in life. And that's obviously affecting her quality of life. And so if you're showing up, up at like, say your health is a seven out of 10, how in the heck are you going to show up to your business, to your relationships, to your partnerships, to whatever else you're doing at a 10 out of 10? Like you just can't, like health can really hold us down. Does that answer your question? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's so important. And I think about it all the time, even when like, like today, literally my schedule is like, so packed. <laughs> and um, it's like one of those days, I don't know what it is about Thursdays, all my clients schedule on Thursdays. Don't know why. Um, and it, I, I have like back to back and I've been going since like six o'clock. Like I had to go, like I went to my trainer this morning and I worked out, but I already had the appointment. I did. I know, I know, I know. We just were talking, I, you were talking on your live last night about the adrenals and like how I was tired after I worked out and I had an actual appointment and I almost wrote that on there. I was like, but I have an appointment. I got to keep it. So anyway, uh, I'm not going to work out tomorrow or probably the next, I'm not going to work out until Monday. Okay. I'm going to give it a rest. But like, um, so on those days that I know that I have like this, like crazy schedule, like I am like super conscious, like usually like the night before I'm like drinking a lot of water and trying to hydrate. And then I'm trying to make sure that I am eating, you know, good things for my body. And like, 
I just am very, because it really makes a difference for me in how I show up. And like these people are paying me to show up for them and to hold space for them. I can't show up and be like, Ooh, like this is my eighth appointment of the day and like be all down. Like I have to have the same energy from the last client that I have from my first client. Um, so, so yeah, I, it's super, super um, important for me. And yes, it does affect me so much in my yeah, energy I, levels. I love how you brought up like getting prepared the day before, because that really yeah. is so key. It's like, yeah. if today is a day where you're sitting there, you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I kind of feel like shit. Like, I don't have good energy. Like da, 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 da. I'm feeling a little anxious maybe or something like that. Or I've got a headache. It's like, what can you do today? That's going to help set you up for tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can you drink some water? Can you get outside? Can you move your body? Can you eat something healthy? Yeah. You know, can you uh, get a good night's sleep? Like, what can you do today? That's really going to set you up for tomorrow. I love that you said that. Yeah. 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 Um, so I guess I'm so fascinated. And like in my podcast, I, I reference a lot of things about like just everything I, I reference to this whole, like, weight loss, health journey thing, just because it's such a good parallel for like life growth in general, like, and how we, how we put it off to the next day and how we like, you know, don't put enough importance on it. But anyway, so I'm super fascinated with the whole, um, like health and wellness, um, space. But with that being said, um, you're going to love this question, but (laughs) you're going to love this. Um, so let's talk about the health and wellness space for just like two seconds and inside that space where there's so much conflicting information. One, there's all these different diets Two, There is, Oh, and I'm sure that there's so much misinformation. There's so much shit probably out there going around. And like, I know even, um, one of the questions you were asking on your Instagram or, you know, and you're like, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, tell me what shit that's real and what's not real. And what I'm supposed <laughs> to say, like, there's so many supplements. Like, I don't even know. Like, it's crazy. Like what brand, like, I don't know. Um, cause you hear so many different freaking things about everything. So with that being said, I want you to tell me what your personal, like, pet peeve is like your personal, like miscon common misconception are things that like people are like leading you to like lead people to commonly and people all go there and you're like, what are you doing? Stop. (laughs) What's your, what's your, what's your, how many do it? How many can I pick? Um, You can pick a couple. There's so many. Um, well, I guess the first thing we have to keep in mind and consider is the fact that the health and wellness industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. Like yeah. it is like people are Huge. in it to make money. That's yeah. why you have so many shitty products on the market and yeah. people can make products and say that it does one thing or another, or put like shitty fillers and binders and colorings in there, things that are actually going to cause inflammation in your body in those supplements, right? And so there's so much what's called health washing and green washing out there. I don't know if you're familiar with that term, but that's basically like, you know, I saw, um, for example, I saw a Walgreens truck, which is like a drugstore truck. Yeah. And it was like Walgreens health and not, or healthy and natural or something like that underneath. I was like, what? Like what? 
Like that yeah. is everybody wants to be natural and organic because yes. it's yes. the buzzwords. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. And it's like yeah. almost any box or whatever or supplement that says like natural on it, I would just completely ignore. Like that word yeah. literally does. It's not almost like the the whole like low fat craze and really yes. like all the low oh. fat processed stuff is oh way worse God. for you than the regular oh stuff. God. I yeah. mean, well, so you have to go back to the source of that, right? You have to go back yeah. and be like, who was funding that research? Oh, it was the sugar industry that was funding yeah. all of that. That's what happened. And that's why, like, there's so much crazy, crazy crap out there. And we just need to be aware of what is behind it and like what's going on. And I will also say, you know, there's so much misinformation out there because you've got a lot of people who are unfortunately uneducated or undereducated in that realm, whether it be biology, physiology, uh, anatomy, I mean, any of those things, because you've got people out there um, and not to like badmouth any one profession or the other, because as with any profession, you have really stellar people and you have not so stellar people. It goes like, right. I'm, yeah. I'm sure, you know, yeah. Angie, like coaches, yeah. same thing, right. There's really awesome coaches, <laughs> there's really like not awesome coaches. Yeah. And the difference is like, you know, when we're talking about health and we're talking about our body and like what's going on underneath the hood, we need to be interacting with people who know what they're talking about. Like I have my master's in traditional Chinese medicine. I have my doctorate in naturopathic medicine. Like I've been in it and like was a primary care provider for four years before I started my private practice, which has been going on for three years now. And it's like, there's these people out there who do not have that education, let alone that experience. And so what they're doing is just kind of going to Dr. Google, right? And like picking up- I love Dr. Google. Don't give Dr. Google a bad rap. (laughs) And then spreading all of this information that's really just fad, right? Like the celery juice fad is driving me nuts. I'm just like, eat some fucking celery. Like you don't need to to juice your celery. Like- (laughs) I mean, just eat real whole food. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Because I was thinking about the celery juice and I was just like, what? Okay. No. So I could eat my celery. I don't need to juice it. Amazing. Thank you. Because the juice is disgusting, but I can actually eat the real celery. And it's No, fine. but it's like, okay, what are the benefits, right? The benefits are that it alkalinizes the body. Have some fucking lemon water in the morning. You yeah, don't I was going to say, yeah. Celery. Like, they, like, oh, it has electrolytes. Like, there are ways to get electrolytes. Put a little bit of, like, a little pinch of salt and maybe just, like, a dab of maple syrup in your water. Boom. Electrolytes. Like, you don't need to be doing these things. Like, I, yeah. I personally, I guess maybe I have a bias. Like, I think celery tastes like dirt. Like, it's, it's disgusting. To me. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so like, we're, we're, like, drinking this nasty shit and we don't really have to drink it. Totally. So, thank you for that. Like, <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. Stop. Fucking... <laughs> celery juice. Like you just go drink some water. That's like mostly what fucking celery is. Seriously. Exactly. Like has some some minerals, vitamins, things like that. Just eat real food. You'll get those vitamins (laughs) and minerals. Like make sure your gut is functioning. Make sure you have, you know, decreased inflammation. Make sure you don't have leaky gut. Make sure your gut bacteria are balanced. Like you're going to absorb those nutrients. Just eat real good food. (laughs) That's so crazy. Okay, so one of the cra- one of the things for you is celery juice. Uh, that's a big trend. What other trends <laughs> do you see that are like that drive you crazy? Oh, other than yeah. the other than the natural food. So the natural food one, the people that are claiming that shit's natural, that's natural. not natural. Yeah, natural, natural or natural products. Yeah. Um, I would say what like something kind of, oh, the there was this probiotic product that popped up on my feed. So I tried I really try not to look at the fads and stuff because they're just yeah. kind of silly yeah. to me. 
but like a probiotic came up and you'll see, I've actually noticed more and more commercials, right? Talking about probiotics and like, oh, you got to take your probiotics. Good for digestion. Yeah. Look at these products. And there's only one strain, like one strain that like, who knows where that came from. And then they've got these added filler ingredients. You don't know the viability of that strain. The thing is, when it comes to probiotics, you don't want to just introduce one strain of bacteria. We have tons of different strains of bacteria in there. And to create that balance, we need variety. We need to look at the forest. It needs to be like a rainforest inside of our intestines. We need to make sure that we have a really good balance of various different good bacteria so that they can handle and take care of and push out the not so good bacteria. So taking yeah. one strain, unless you're, you have a really targeted specific goal, which at times like is true, like I've done that, but it's not like your day-to-day routine of probiotics. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, look, like to be honest, the probiotic thing, um, I, I don't take one, but it's, that is the reason why. Cause I have no fucking clue because there's so much information and I'm like, I need to take a probiotic. I need to take a probiotic. But then I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. And to be honest, just in general, um, like I'm like telling you in general, like you need to talk about these, uh, products more so people know what the fuck they're doing because these people are like <laughs> spending all this money on stuff that's not even effective. And they think right. that they're like doing stuff and they're I mean, not. That's why you have to work with someone. Cause it's not like I can even say like, Oh, you should, everyone should take this one probiotic because we really need to know it's all about individualizing and personalizing. Yeah. 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 Because that's true too. Because honestly, like I'll do like um like a comprehensive stool analysis, and then I can see the levels of good and bad bacteria in the gut, and then I can pick a specific probiotic for that. And to be honest, I only use probiotics for therapeutic purposes. Once we've done a gut healing protocol, you don't stay on a probiotic long term. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Everything balanced out. What I'll do is I'll have my clients do like a variation of fermented food. So maybe you've got a uh, making sure that's live, like good culture stuff like yeah. bubbies, pickles so like having a variation of different fermented things things like kimchi uh, sauerkraut um you know i'm like you know yogurt um yeah. kefir, all of those things and have a variety and basically each day just have like a serving of something each of them. Yeah. yeah just to keep that variety to keep that forest really nice and flush yeah. side of your gut. okay does that make sense can we it makes sense, but can we just backtrack for like one second and don't kill me? I just want to know. I'm curious because you said you, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. But you said you're going to do a comprehensive stool sample. So like I have to go like shit in a container somewhere and then ship it to you. Like I'm just curious. Is that how that's going to work? Oh my God, I love that you asked me this. So basically what I do is I ship the test kits to you. So say I was sending it to you, ship the test kit to you. You would do it in the comfort of your own home and then you would just send it off via FedEx. So it never comes to me. I ain't touching it. It goes to like a lab. It's sent to the lab and then the results are sent to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's super simple. Gotcha. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I gotta go to like the lab somewhere and go like like I just pictured like going into the doctor's office with a little like cup and like trying to like shit in the <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> That's all that popped in my head. I'm like, I gotta go shit the cup. Okay. Okay, great. Oh, okay. So tell me what do you think about and this is totally random. I told you mm-hmm. that I was just gonna like make it it. up as I I go. But okay. So what do you think about, um, what are your thoughts on, um, (laughs) 
you're going to love this on network marketing companies that sell health products. Ooh. So I, obviously I get hit up a lot because people see what I do. And so yeah. they like really, really, They're like, really oh, she'd be a good person to like sell some oh of my products. Yeah, 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 yeah. And honestly, I have, there's only one company I can tell you about it that I do love like their products are legit and actually only a few of their products are what I actually use. However, the majority of them are total crap. Like Arbonne, totally hate. Um, even things like doTERRA and Young Living, like those are all like, <sighs> for example, let's talk about doTERRA because I know yeah. I get questions about this all the time. Um, so they have this standard that they promote called pure therapeutic grade essential oils, right? Yeah. They came up with that term. Like they made it up. They made it up. There's no third party testing. There's no, um, you know, third party being like, yes, this is pure, like pure essential oil. Um, there have been people who have requested the breakdown of the products, like the essential oils, and they will not give that give it like give that information out um oh, wow. which is always always is like an alarm bell to me flag. yeah like, yeah a red flag and you know a company that is being truthful and transparent and really really wanting to help you would think that they would be super proud to share that information like yeah. check out like check out our third party testing see how clean this product is see how amazing this product is how potent this product is however like those companies don't do that and it's really 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 frustrating and when you think about essential oils it should just be one ingredient right it should right. just be one it should be right but they won't even provide that so that always just makes me like what the hell and then yeah. also like companies like Arbon um you can ask me some other ones. I saw the Arbonne. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So they, they health washing, green washing again. They're just like, Oh, pure natural. Da, 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 da. You start looking at those ingredients and it's, it's not. not good at all. They've got tons of different stuff in there, like soy derived products. And a lot of times those industrial soy products are from GM corn, GM things like that. So mm -hmm. genetically modified, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, you really have to do your research. So yeah. I don't know if yeah. that helps, but yeah, that helps. I mean, I don't want to poke the network marketing bear. Like I, <laughs> like people get really defensive about it. And, um, I think I like the, in I mean, I like the industry as a whole. I think it's a great way for people to make like additional income. It's just like, sometimes yeah. when you start getting into these like health things where you're like claiming things that like really, you don't really know a lot about, yes. um, you know, I think or it's confusing. Isogenics is another one. Yeah. Isogenics. Isogenics. Yeah. Isn't yes. they're yes. not good? No. <laughs> really? Well, which one were you talking about? That's good. Um, the one is a reishi company called Organo. And so oh. I, I use their organic products only. Those, those are the only products of theirs that I really like and have seen like the behind the scenes. What is that? Really like, what is the reishi? Reishi, it's a medicinal yeah. mushroom. And so it's yeah. probably the most studied medicinal mushroom. It is the most studied medic medicinal mushroom that we have on the planet. Um, it's been used in traditional Chinese medicine for thousands of years. Um, it has 
so many different health benefits, so many different yeah. antioxidants, um, so many different applications. It has no known toxicity. It has no known um, drug interactions. Like it's, it's an amazing, amazing, amazing medicinal mushroom. And so um, it's something that I have every single day. Um, mm. But yeah, it's, it's awesome. Oh, that's a good question. What do you eat every single day? <laughs> Uh, great question. You don't want to eat the same thing every single day. Okay, great. Yeah. Go. So variation is always, always key. I always tell my clients, you know, whenever you're going to the grocery store, look in your basket and make sure you have every single color of the rainbow in there, including white, brown, and black. So having that, just having that as a guideline, make sure that you're getting all the different phytonutrients or plant nutrients in your diet throughout the next few days or the next week or however often it is that you go shopping. So you want to make sure you get, um, yeah, all of that kind of stuff. So that's something I also... For me personally, I stick to mostly proteins and vegetables during the day. Um, I will have carb. Uh, I do what's called carb cycling. So like mm -hmm. two days a week, I will have carb days where I will have, I, I'm gluten-free as well. So I'll have like gluten-free carbohydrates. So that might be, um, it might be rice. It might be, um, it might be like a gluten-free. There's an amazing gluten-free bakery here in Portland called New Cascadia. They actually deliver across the United States. Um, oh, they wow. are so legit. They're so like the stuff that they make is amazing. So I, I'll like kind of indulge in that kind of stuff twice. Yeah. A week. Does um, everybody need to be gluten-free or is that like something only people who like need to be gluten-free need to be gluten-free? <laughs> Great question. Yeah. So unfortunately, I can go on forever. I'm going to go on all day. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a really, really, really good question. So, and, and I'm, I'm going to like, kind of just think about how I want to approach this. The, the impulse in me is to be like, yes, everyone should be gluten-free. However, that's like in the United States, because unfortunately the way that wheat is produced and harvested, it is saturated with glyphosate or Roundup which I'm sure a lot of people have probably heard about. It's a really potent um, pesticide, basically, and it causes a lot of issues in the body. And so basically what happens is there's, there's some, I guess, I don't want to say conspiracy, but there are thoughts that that contributes to the gluten sensitivity in the, the United States because there are a lot of people who have gluten sensitivity while they're here. And then when they travel to Europe, they don't have that same sensitivity, which I think is fascinating. But yeah. when our body does react to the gluten, it basically smooths out and compresses and blocks our body's ability to absorb nutrients effectively. So it's like gluten, like a glue. And so it like glues down our intestines. So it can oh. cause a cause a lot of issues and it doesn't necessarily need to be digestive issues. A lot of people do experience digestive issues. Like I get backed up like for sure if I have gluten, um, yeah. but other people might experience like severe fatigue. They might experience yeah. headaches. They may experience skin breakouts. It really depends on how, yeah. how it manifests in your own body. Got it. Okay. So I have like a couple more questions. What's your you know, speaking of like all this, like all natural stuff out there, mm. can we just for like two seconds talk about skincare sure. and like, like, and how do you feel about, you know, skincare and what you put on your skin? Because there's some people who are like, don't put anything on your skin. That's not natural. But like, see, I was in network marketing and I sold skincare mm -hmm. and which is crazy because I don't think about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? 
so perfect, right? Oh <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I don't know. People, you have these people buying these MLMs too who don't know anything about who the Who don't product. know shit. Yes. They and, and, you know, and I mean, my skin is great. I, the product, like, the product works great for my skin, but, like, I, I think, like, everyone is so different and everyone, but anyway, that's beside the point. And so how do you feel about this whole natural versus, you know, not natural? Because I feel like the way I feel is like natural ain't going to keep you from having fucking wrinkles. And like, I don't want to have wrinkles and I, you know, black don't crack. So I look amazing, (laughs) but I've never heard that. Black don't crack, Michelle. So I don't have as much of an issue with it. But, um, you know, I feel like you don't get results. But how does that affect your, like, the chemicals seeping in and, like, killing you slowly on the inside kind of thing? Such a great question. And to be honest, I'm actually currently on this sort of journey and, like, like, figuring out exploring this. Yeah, Yeah. figuring out and exploring it. So I, um, um, you guys, I'm going to, tout someone's horn or toot someone's horn but Olena Bailey she's oh, on. I've been hearing about her and seeing her or do you uh, is she your um like does she help you with your skin or like are you no going but I followed I followed some of her guidelines yeah. there are some things that I am adjusting and there are some things that I don't necessarily agree with what she says because yeah basically says that like our skin can't absorb chemicals and that's just flat out wrong. I don't think she has a background in physiology and biochemistry and all that stuff. And, um, our body does, our skin does absorb. It's a like, especially lipophilic compounds. So fat friendly compounds, um, which a lot of toxins are. And so I'm kind of, um, I like a lot of her philosophies in that I think the pH is really important. So the products that we're putting on our skin, pH makes sense to me because we have, just like we have a microbiome in our gut, we have a microbiome on our skin. And so pH is going to be a huge contributing factor to whether or not those bacteria thrive or whether they die off or like we get infections or whatever. So that makes sense. That's interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so pH is huge. And so a cleanser of a pH of 5.5, I believe is the recommended. Um, I also use salicylic acid. And so that might seem like a a chemical, right? And yes, but it's an acid and that stays on the surface. It basically sloughs off, you know, surface level skin cells. Um, And I also use um, glycolic acid as well on my Um, And then I also use a moisturizer. And so what I've been using is actually, um, um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank right now. It's, it's an oil, basically. It's an oil that I put on my face. I could go grab it, (laughs) but um, it's okay. And then then I use a natural sunscreen on top of that. So that's kind of like my facial routine. That's the only thing that I know from selling skincare is that sunscreen is very important. Yes. And I honestly, I don't wear sunscreen anywhere else on my body, but on my face, definitely do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I was just curious about what what you thought about that. So keep (laughs) me posted on your skincare um, journey. Um, I will. (laughs) Yeah. it, it, It just all like our bodies, like I think people underestimate or don't understand like how amazing and powerful our bodies are and like how how when you have your body functioning at its optimal state like how that really can shift your whole 
life and how this shifts how you feel and how you can perform and how you show up in like every area of your life. And so that's why I'm sort of so curious and, and, you know, has started probably the last two years just trying to be, to get educated. So yeah. With yeah. that, with me asking that, with me saying that about getting educated, I think mm-hmm. that is the biggest problem. And even me moving from New Jersey back down here to Louisiana, like, holy shit. Okay. When I moved back here, um, I think one of my friends posted on Facebook, um, and I never, like, I'm not really snarky on people in people's comments a lot, but <clears throat> I was super snarky this day because it just was ridiculous. But she was like, all these, this, this is when the romaine lettuce was getting banned and stuff. And she's like, romaine lettuce, le- you know, you would have thought we couldn't eat lettuce, but you know, meanwhile we can eat, um, you know, bacon and pig feet and pork chops and steak. And like, there's no, um, you know, that's not being recalled and that's healthier for us than the lettuce and okay. Snarky Angie. And I'm like, yeah, but maybe it should be recalled because this is why people are dying from heart disease and cancer. And like, I just like, I was like, maybe that's what should be recalled, sweetie, because that is the shit that's actually killing people, more people than romaine lettuce has killed. So let's, it's like, really? Like, you're really concerned about some romaine lettuce? Like, that shit, like, people here eat, like, so disgusting, so bad no conscious awareness about what they're putting in their bodies whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And people are dropping my daughter's great aunt just died at Mm -hmm. 52 from a heart attack, a massive heart attack. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you guys, there is correlation to your health and, and, and like living and like taking care of your body. Like it's important. Like it's so important, like wake up and get educated because what it is is people aren't educated about it. Like there's people here who still are, who haven't caught the processed food isn't good for you craze. You know, like now we know that like as a whole, we're, we've moved on to the, uh, we moved on to the natural stuff now. So the natural label. Right, right, right. From the processed food. But like there's people here who still don't know that processed food isn't good for you. And um, so with that being said, talk to me like if I wanted, if you could point everyone who's listening in a direction to like start our one resource or one or two resources that someone could go like read a book or a website or a person or something that, that, that could help them get educated, like what would that be? Mm. Do you have one? I know this is like totally on the spot question. (laughs) Well, no, that's totally okay. But I definitely want to like circle back a little bit because like about the meat piece, I think that there's a lot of misinformation about meat out there. I'm a huge fan of meat and like I, it really depends on the quality and that's true too. Yes. Like, because when you're eating meat that are coming from CAFOs, this concentrated animal, like factory situations, those animals are concentrating fatty acids in their body that we eat that are super inflammatory, omega-6 fatty acids, arachidonic acid. When you are eating meats from grass fed pasture meats, you get a higher ratio of omega-3 fatty acids, which are actually anti Yeah. Our body, as human beings, we thrive best on animal protein. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, And on in my in my like seven years of practice, and with all the other practitioners I interact with, my mentorships, clinical mentorships, it's very rare to see someone who thrives on veganism long term. 
Yeah, well, so I've seen that. I've seen that in general. I've seen that in general. A lot of people who who went like a vegan route, who like I've seen the stories of people who have introduced meat back into their diet because of different like health things. I have mm-hmm. I have seen that, but I think it's like eighty four percent of vegans end up going back. Vegans and vegetarians yeah. go back to eat meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think here, what the, it, it's what you said, it's two, two parts. It's one, the education about the meat, but it's two access as I'll be honest, yeah. there's, there's not places here that are like serving up grass fed beef. Sure. Yeah. And then, and then it's about making empowered choices. Like there yeah. are, um, there are ways to get grass fed meats, pastured meats shipped to your home for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. there are amazing regenerative farming operations out there, which actually replete the soil instead of deplete the soil. Like there's so many things out there and unfortunately they're just not very well yeah. known. Um, yeah. I think it's, is it the sustain i will send you her handle on instagram but there's someone specific who i would recommend following about that um i also about like your um the person who passed away at 52 or whatever right like a lot of times people get really scared about that kind of stuff because they think about genetics and they think that they're a victim to their genetics Right. And they're like, well, I'm not even going to bother doing this, that or whatever, because like this, 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 and this runs in my family. So I'm just going to inevitably end up with this thing. And the fact is that epigenetics or the way that our environment affects our gene expression makes up like 90 to 95%. So we have that power to make choices every single day to that's turn up good genes and turn down bad genes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's crazy, why. but like very empowering and why it's important. Yes. Like my God. Exactly. This is exactly why it's so important. And it's so important to start addressing your health before something terrible happens. Yeah. Right. Like we want to make sure that we are really enabling our body to be the most resilient that it possibly can be because we, there are certain things that we can't help, right? We can't help the, I mean, personally, we can't help like how much air pollution we're getting exposed to. We can't help how much EMF exposure we're getting exposed to, but there are so many steps that we can take. So it's like, why not? Like, why not create that environment for our body? Is it true with, with, um, um, also with like cancers, like I read somewhere mm-hmm. that it's like only 20% of cancers are like genetic and 80% are 10. like environmental. Yeah. 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 Five to 10 are purely hereditary and 90 to 95% are all environmental. And so when environmental, that means the food that you're eating, the water that you're drinking, right. the EMF exposure that you have, the toxic exposure from cleaning products, personal care products, um, all sorts of stuff, air pollution, right? All of that stuff is affecting us. The stressors, the stress yeah. inside of our body, the emotional impact that like that, that has. So yeah. all of those influence our body because honestly, you and I both, we create cancer cells every fucking day, every yeah. day. But when we give our body the right instructions and the right um, environment to do what it does best, which is heal, our body takes care of it. Like, no problem. Yeah. Our, our bodies are designed to take care of themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When they, you run 100%. them properly. Yeah. They're 100%. like the, the most sophisticated, amazing machines that there amazing. is. Like, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. I like want to go throw out everything in my, I want to go throw out everything in my refrigerator and everything in my like 
bathroom, like no more deodorant and like, <laughs> wait, there was this lady on Facebook talking about this natural deodorant thing. And she was like, I don't know where these people live with the natural deodorant, but it ain't in the South because it is fucking hot. And it is sweaty. Like, I, I feel like I need to put on four types of deodorants before I oh go outside. God. And I'm, like, deodorant under my boobs and, like, in my ass. Like, I'm telling you, it's so hot. And, like, now I'm, like, okay. Because, you know, deodorant, you're not supposed to do it. Anyway, okay, I have to, Deodorant's like, fine. You just don't want to do antiperspirant. Deodorant okay. is mostly fine. Yes. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> She's like, where do these people live with this natural shit? Because they don't live in the South. And I'm like, that is the truth, baby, because it is, woo, it is hot <laughs> down here. This is my first full summer back in Louisiana. And like, oh, my God. Ooh, 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 ooh. it's hot. Um. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so I guess my last question would be, so with so much, because this is so much, it's so much information, it's so much to learn, it really is, um, and I've even, um, and, and so that's why I would even say, like, okay, like, I'm gonna call, like, uncle and just, like, hire somebody to help me, <laughs> stop trying to figure the shit out on my own same kind of parallel to like life coaching because it's the same thing because we go through these same cycles and we're trying to figure it out because we think we can do it we can do it we can do it but history has told us that we've been going through this same shit for years and years and if our current way and our knowledge could get us where we wanted to go we would already be there totally so so it's like finally have to say okay if what i knew would get me the results that I wanted, then I would have them and they don't. So now I'm going to find someone that's going to, or else I can spend, how many years did you spend studying health and doing all your degrees <laughs> well, and shit? When I, was a, when I was 13 was when I first like started yeah. diving into it. But yeah, I've got, I, it, in, in graduate school, I spent six years in graduate school. I spent five yeah. years in undergraduate school. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Unless I want to spend 10, 10 years, 15 years learning about health and how my body works, then I should probably just like spend some time with someone who does. So it's the same as like with life coaching, you just can progress, business you can coaching, progress business coaching, all of it. You, you just progress. See, you can't see yeah. your blind spots. You yeah. can't see yeah. where the gaps are. You need to have that objective view yeah. and you need to delegate that out to someone who yeah. has that as their zone of genius. Yeah. Like yeah. your zone of genius is somewhere else. You need to put your focus there, not like Googling. Yeah, not try, not being, not calling Dr. Google to self-diagnose myself with bronchitis. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, I've been having yeah. bronchitis for two weeks, Michelle. <laughs> self-diagnose. Google, Dr. Google, diagnose. Oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway, so what are the, with all this information, what are three things that we can take away from this conversation and they could be like practical things that we can start to integrate or like things we can start to do to like learn or like what would be three things if you could like help someone with three things Mm -hmm. to help them to at least walk in a better direction what would be those things that we can take away and try to integrate into our lives yeah great question so I would say first off um, I think all of us can think of three things that we're doing really well that are benefiting our health and three things that we are not doing very well. Right. And I think I love that everybody, 
but I think, you know, you know, if you're listening, like, you know, (laughs) you know, if you're not drinking water, you know, if you're going to bed too late, you know, if you're drinking too much alcohol, you know, don't talk about me on the show. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you're not getting enough colored vegetables, right? There are certain things. And I would say the biggest thing to keep in mind is like, don't think that you have to do it all at one time. Yeah. Take one step. Take one step. Yeah. Like take one step, like start with getting enough water every day. Exactly. And how much is enough water, right? And I don't my know. God. <laughs> I'll tell you. I, I heard, I, Google told me that um, half my body weight in ounces is the amount of water I should drink. <laughs> Google, that's not too bad. I usually tell people about a third to a half of their body weight in ounces. Okay. So okay. If, if you're like, you know, if I'll just take average. I have a lot of body weight right now. So that's a lot of fucking water. It is right. And even with that, like, don't go from zero glasses of water to 75 ounces of water. Like take it incrementally. Like I love waking up first thing in the morning and having 16 ounces of water with lemon in it. And that basically says, great, I get to cross off 16 ounces of my water intake for the day. I'm giving myself, my body, some alkalinity. So like I'm actually creating and stimulating a detox process. I'm hydrating all of my tissues. I'm helping clear out all of those toxins that have been sort of ready to get excreted overnight because our body does all this amazing detox work overnight. And so that's like a way, just one step that I take to kind of help set myself up for the day. Okay, so we can all drink more water. What else can we do? We can all start drinking more water. We need to make a list of the three things we do well, three things we don't do well. Yes, and And I would say bedtime. Bedtime is super, super key. So I know, I know. Even though we're adults, we need a bedtime. The ideal bedtime is between 9 and 11 p.m. So that's when our melatonin, our sleepy hormone starts to peak. And it's when our cortisol, our waking, stimulating stress hormone is at its lowest or it should be at its lowest. If you're someone who's listening, who's like staying up till 2 a.m., take it back gradually. So like, you know, go to bed a half an hour earlier tonight than you did last night, you know, go a half an hour earlier the night after, like go backwards, take it slow and steady. You don't need to make the big leap, the big jump right away, but work your way back there because so much healing happens when you're sleeping. Mm. And how many hours do we need to be asleep? Is this like per person? It depends. I would say over six. <laughs> six no. would be the absolute minimum. minimum. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I started I started getting myself a, a bedtime alarm on my phone. Mm-hmm. So this was a big step for me. So it goes off, but my my bedtime I set was eleven o'clock because that was what I could stomach because I'm a night owl. Yeah. So I set it at eleven. But however, what happens is phone goes on, it sets me an alarm at like 10, 15, whatever. And then it goes to, um, um, what was I going to say? Oh, and then it, uh, silences, like it goes on, do not disturb. So at least I'm not like fooling with my phone. And then it goes on my charger across the fucking room. So this was like a big win for me. Now I don't make it. It went off last night at 11 o'clock and I was at the bar and I was like, Oh, no. <laughs> but you know, so that didn't happen for me last night. But yeah, yeah. on the nights that I'm home, 
I try, I try, like, I'm trying to make more of an effort to like actually be more conscious. Cause especially when you're someone who like works from home and like, mm-hmm. you're just at home all the time. It's like not as natural. I was going to so. say, I want to say one thing about you being a night owl. Cause I get a lot of people who are like, Oh, I'm just a night owl. Like I just, that's how I yeah. am naturally. And my answer to that is your circadian rhythm is fucked up. I know. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to say that. You'd be like, that's because your shit's messed up. Yeah, exactly. You're not so naturally like, a night owl. You're na- you've, you've like fucked your system up to the point where that's what feels natural to you, but that's not. And you natural. can correct it too, you know? So I'll add on like a little bonus, like getting bright light first thing in the morning is super key. And it's really, really effective at resetting that biorhythm, like resetting that awesome. circadian rhythm. I've been trying to do that and like I try to like go outside in the morning and like put my feet in the grass I've been trying to put my feet in the grass more often I love it and like because I don't like being barefoot so like now Mm. I'm like okay let me go be barefoot so I go stand in the grass and I like stand toward the sun and I stretch and I stretch oh I love it so I I have to make that into like a more regular thing but because I've done it a time or two here and there but not like super like every day because I'm still trying to, I think I'm always changing like my morning routine, which you got to have a morning routine. I'm sorry. I used to say it doesn't have to be in the morning. You can do no, it has to yeah. be in the morning. You got to nope. do the same shit every fucking don't morning. Don't look at your phone for the first nope. half hour. Don't look least. at your phone. At Get least. your ass up, yep. move your body, fucking yep. go into, do some sort of like journaling something. I do gratitude journaling every day. Yes. Like you said, go, out get go in the sun stretching is good to do like mm-hmm. moving your body doesn't have to be like going to the gym it could just totally. be stretching oh, yeah. or doing some oh, yoga yeah. oh, or yeah. like I do dancing like I go into ceremony I pull like I pull myself a car a tarot card in the morning I do meditation yes. and EFT like I could go four hours in the morning on the shit that I want really wanted to but yeah, yeah. like I, it's so important in the morning I'm sorry hands down if you want to start changing like you your health and your like level of happiness, you've got to start in the morning because it sets the whole damn day up. It sets the whole day up. So I love that. what sets up your morning is your night before, right? I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I started trying to do the bedtime because I was like, I need to wake up. Like I need to wake up seven o'clock at the latest. I need to be up and I need to be into my morning because I can spend the whole entire morning. I could read, I can have coffee, I can, you know, whatever. And I can have three hours before I have to like be a mom or to the world or anything. And that time is just so valuable. You set your intention for the whole day and it's so valuable. It sets the tone for the whole day. And when I don't do it, my day is all jacked up. So hundred percent. Anyhow, that was lovely. I feel like we can have like 800 more conversations <laughs> about this in different topics. It's so much. Like, how do you ever run out yeah. of content to talk about? Like, I'm sure yeah. you never can run out. But um, so tell everyone about where they can find you, how they can work with you, what you got going on kind of stuff. 
Yeah. So my handle on Instagram and Facebook is wealthywoman.co. So that's W-E-L-L-T-H-Y-W-O-M-A-N.co on Instagram and Facebook. My website is also the same, wealthywoman.co. And I have a few different ways of working together. I offer a wealth strategy session, just a complimentary chat. If you're kind of like, I know something's off. I'm not really sure what's up. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, let's just chat. Let's figure out if we can find any blind spots or gaps, see if it feels right to work together. And if so, we can either talk about just doing an initial consult to get the ball rolling, or we can talk about my um, more, uh, my four month program, basically, which is my wealth activation program where we focus a lot on gut health. So awesome. Yay. So I'll put that, I'll put your, you know, some information in the um, show notes. If you just shoot that to me, then I can like put them down there where people can, um, find you and you know what you have going on so you guys yes go follow michelle she's like a wealth of knowledge like honestly it's super impressive to be honest <laughs> like you really like zone of genius like she knows her shit like it's <laughs> for any of those astrology types out there i have a six house stellium so that's like the house of health and wellness like i have past lives like this oh is wow. really <laughs> that's your thing wow that's awesome um, oh yeah. Astrology is a whole other thing. I have to have someone on here. Ugh, I'm getting into, I told you, we talked about this last time about the moon and like how, oh, oh, oh. I'm having someone on here. I think next week who is going to talk about our actual cycles and how to like work with our cycles. Um, so I'm really excited to talk about that, but awesome. we were never taught this shit growing up. I know, right. It's like, oh, wait, wait, we have a body what? and we don't know how to like, interact we have no idea. <laughs> we have no idea. It's so crazy, but, Let's um, just learn our times tables instead. Cause that's, yeah, it's so crazy. So anyway, um, so thank you for being here, Michelle. I appreciate all of your wonderful time with us. Ooh. And Thanks I'm sure we'll, we'll have to do this again sometime and go like, go deeper. Cause you yeah. know. Hey, what's up? You want to hang out more with me? Huh? Huh? I know you do. I know you do. So I created a new Facebook group and it is at facebook.com slash groups slash get happy AF. So facebook.com slash groups slash get happy AF. That is where you can find me. That is where I will be hanging out. So come and join us in the group. I'll be going live in there, talking more shit, having more fun and, um, you know, helping and serving the way that I do, but in a Facebook group. So come find me over there. I can't wait to see you.